recording us? Yes, I'm recording. Why? Yo, what's good? It's Committee Podcast. Your boy, South Free 706. We got Dolphin Savage, Marcus Sniffles, and Iron. What's good, y'all? What's good? What's good? It's all good in the hood, baby, baby. Yeah, shout out to everybody out. Shout out to everybody who's listening. I appreciate the support for the last episode. Uh, we're on iTunes now, so if you're an iPhone like myself, definitely uh, check the link and subscribe, subscribe and rate and comment on iTunes. So, you know, show some love. Let us know you're out there listening and supporting. So, real quick, uh, some things have been happening, like usual, in this crazy world we live in. So apparently now people are uh, Aaron Hernandez sympathizers with his uh, untimely alleged suicide. Uh, Dolphin Savage, what should you guys say about that? I know that you we spoke earlier and you sent me a picture of, of some people, well, some weird posts about Hernandez. Like I don't I don't get where the sympathy is coming from, considering that he yeah. murdered murdered quite a few people allegedly. Allegedly, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So what are your thoughts? So I'm gonna pull it up real quick and just run through it. It's from a girl, I'm gonna call her Erica Hart. So maybe it's my heart of gold and the ability to see the sunshine through the storm, but I'm truly heartbroken. It's no lie he committed those murders, but it's all cause and effect. Why did he catch all them bodies? She blamed it on PCP and paranormal par- paranoia and then said it was because um he lost his father at an early age. Um, to me, uh, empathizing and sympathizing with the uh, Aaron Hernandez, uh, basically saying that um, he was strung out on PCP. He lost his father from a young age. So what we wanted to do was, um, I kind of wanted to go over what this girl Erica R said in response to the whole situation with Aaron Hernandez. Um, essentially, she was saying that basically he's a victim of circumstance, and that's why other things happened when they did. Um, his father did die early on, but the way she's making it sound like it, she's making it sound like his father died when he was like five or 10. But instead, I think he was like almost a senior in high school when his father died, or at least a junior in high school. And it greatly affected him, but he basically turned to a life of crime. So I basically wanted to get you guys' thoughts as far as um, our with the choices that he made and of course uh, father passing or coming up in fatherless homes, is it any way to excuse a person like Aaron Hernandez's behavior? What do you guys think? Nope. Care to elaborate? I mean, you never know. I mean, you said that it is a victim, a victim of circumstances. Essentially everybody every day is a victim of some sort of circumstances. Whether you decide to turn to a life of crime or go the, the straight and narrow is kind of up to you. I know that certain circumstances dictate or have the ability to dictate your actions, but essentially, at the end of the day, you have the decision. You know right from wrong. Things he were he was doing wasn't like, oh, I don't know if murdering somebody is the correct thing to do. Like, you know that's wrong. You know what I'm saying? Like that's to me that's inexcusable. Inexcusable. Again, maybe somebody, one of his coaches or somebody should have tried to be a better role model. I mean, he clearly was on a team with Tim Tebow. Maybe you should have prayed a little harder for him. I don't know. But okay, they, come they on. Know what kind of shot is that? Prayed a little harder for I'm him? Come saying, on, man. It's real life. I mean, you know, I, I don't know. There's there's nothing you can say, man. Like, you can say that he's a victim of circumstances, but what about all the people that come up in those same situations, not worse, and end up being successful actors or doctors or just successful people in general. So I can't let his father passing, which is unfortunate, 
be the catalyst to him becoming a you know serial killer essentially. Yeah, I mean, okay. if he if he wants to, you can make the argument that he is he can he could have been a victim of his circumstances, but that doesn't excuse his behavior when it comes to becoming basically a serial killer. You know, he pretty much was he became successful and he was living the the life that people that come from his situation dream of. And even looking at his situation, you know, obviously his dad dying is a pretty big one, but I don't think he grew up like in poverty or anything like that. I think he grew yeah, up I in think like he was middle like class. Ultimate middle yeah, I think he was middle class. Yeah. So I mean if you're if you're out here, you know, trying to feel some sort of sympathy or empathy for Aaron Hernandez and you're not like directly related to him or, you know, have his kid or, you know, have a close relationship with him. I don't, I don't understand why you're trying to do that. Cause no one, nobody wants to hear that. Nobody wants to hear from a random person online. Like, Oh, I feel bad for Aaron Hernandez. If you're, you know, one of his teammates or, you know, his wife or girlfriend or parents, you want to feel sorry for him. You can feel sorry for him. I understand that. But, just people just being like, oh, I feel bad for him. I, I never met him or anything like that, but I feel bad for him. Y'all probably need to sit this one out. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with what you're saying. It's it's kind of hard to say that I would feel sorry for the guy. I mean, at the end of the day, um, you did what you did, and it's inexcusable. And that I guess that was my point in that post that I read by the girl Erica R. was she was acting as if it was some he's some great American travesty and he had it really hard. And, and I mean, I know a lot of people, um, I can think of one person right offhand whose father died when he was maybe one and a half or two, never had a father figure in his life. And I mean, even though he did make some choices to wound up where he's at, he still wasn't a serial killer, you know? And I do know that there were drugs involved and sometimes we can get on the wrong track without that father figure in your life. But I guess I wonder how important is it really uh, from a from a judgment standpoint to actually have a, a father in the home? I mean, I do think that it is something that's very important or at least just to have your father in your life or like a stepfather or something like that. But I, I can't empathize with what he did, but I do kind of see other scenarios where you know, there's kids that we may have known, may have grew up with, that made it out of that struggle, made it out of poverty, without a dad or hell, having foster parents, you know, and they still were able to better themselves. So I, I don't understand. I mean, maybe because he played football or something, we're supposed to feel for him, or because we cheer for him, we're supposed to give them a special place in our hearts. But that's not something that I can do. The thing I um I look at with the whole Aaron Hernandez is. I just don't like the uh, senseless memes. Um, I feel like online, a lot of people are very uh, attention whores, attention whores, and also careless about the stuff that they're saying. And it goes back to I know someone said something about the family. That's that's who I I hate to have to see this type of shit. Like um, I know I seen one um, just today. Uh, who choked? Who choked harder? Atlanta Falcons, Golden State Warriors, uh, Hillary Clinton, and Aaron Hernandez. It was one where, you know, the little hangman game. I'm like, man, this is horrible. You know, people, uh, family have to see this type of stuff. They have to be reminded of uh, those unfortunate events that, you know, he brought upon himself. Yeah, and it's like, but uh, retweets and likes are more important than that. So, you know. Yeah. Right. 
and it's just uh it's just a sickening thing to see the uh the memes i think that's oh the, that's man the that, that reminds like. me of uh one that's that I what seen. i don't like seeing it was saying, you know, that Cleveland got shooters on deck and it showed like J.R. Smith, Kyle Korver, LeBron James, and Stevie Stevens. I mean, some people, they're just insensitive to it and they're going to do whatever they got to do to get them likes. You know, they're going to say whatever they have to like, say. Again, like we said on previous podcasts, man, these likes and retweets don't mean a thing. Like, okay, yeah. I mean, the Stevie Stevens one, that's sick. Like, what what do you have to gain? Like, that's... And that's, I mean, that's, it's got that's a hella re- That's hella recent, too. That happened like two days ago. Like, there's states. I don't even think the guy he murdered has been buried yet. Like, you can't nah, be out man. here joking on that. Man, you they put it out like, instantly. Good I mean, God, man. Well, again, I'm give. I'm not gonna get credit, but if people would use that creativity for like productive means, like, yo, we could have cures for cancer. We could have flying cars. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, y'all are quick with the memes and photoshops, but. Yeah. You know, you probably live in your mom's basement stealing your cousin's Wi-Fi or something like that. So. Also, I mean, that old man might be alive. You know, um, I think that's the only person he actually killed that was found. Yeah, I, I think he was, no he was just talking, he was talking crazy, he, I think. He could have just been talking crazy on Facebook Live. And, you know, people, they want to call your bluff. Oh, you ain't hurt nobody. You won't bust a grape in a fruit fight, you know. And so his his uh, pride was hurt. And I think that idiot pulled that trigger on that old man just to prove a point. You know, that guy was crying for help. And unfortunately, we used our social media probably just to, you know, do the wrong thing, man. I feel like uh, I feel like people using the social media platforms a lot of times for the wrong reason. I think that kind of didn't help with the situation with the Steven Stevens guy. That's just my opinion. Yeah, and I even heard some stuff. I, I don't know. I, I can't cite the source, but somebody was saying the reason he was even in that situation kicked out was because of some sort of gay allegations or something that he may have been homosexual, nothing against homosexuals, but they were saying that he might've got caught, kicked out, and he went on this rampage because of that. But like I said, I mean, regardless of what's going on, it is important to not be insensitive when it comes to these type of things. I mean, the only thing that I sympathize with is, or empathize with just, just in situations in general, getting back to the uh, children in the ghettos and the the hard things. When we do make it out of those situations, you really got to be proud of, of us as a people. And, and I'm just, I'm not even just talking about black people. I'm talking about all people in general that go through these hellacious situations and still bounce back and make it out alive. We really gotta gotta salute them because you know being a person that has been around people in the hood, sometimes you're put in situations that other people that have never experienced just can't even believe. I mean, um, I've quoted before and I'll go on record to say, I mean, there's been plenty of situations where one wrong turn here, one wrong word said there, I could be dead or in prison myself. So, I mean, just the resilience as a people that we have is, is remarkable, but I mean, yikes, you know, it, it's, it's tough com- coming up without a father in the home. It is, but again, that's not an excuse to become a serial killer. Again, I could see, you know, one or one or two instances. Maybe he's fighting or something like that. But he is out here murking cats, like he's got a license to kill. Like, again, maybe I say that again. Part of it, I think, is that being that he was a obviously an incredible athlete to make to the NFL, so he probably got a lot of shine at a young age. They probably looked past developing him as a person like a lot of these coaches will say hey you know we're here trying to raise young men and we're trying to 
create these men, but some of these coaches don't care. They want to use you for your athletic abilities and what they can get out of you as far as wins. And, and that's all they care about. They don't care what you do once you leave the facility. As long as you're there, you know, in the weight room, conditioning, learning the playbook, they could care less about you as a human being. So I, I have to – I'm not saying that there is a blame pie because, again, he's the one who ultimately pulled the triggers. But at some point, somebody had to, you know, say, hey, you know, you know, hey, your father passed. Do you have a support system? You know, who who are the, the figures in your life that you're you're looking up to to become a positive member of society, become a man? And I feel that some people in his upbringing let him down. Yeah, well, I look at it like this too, though. I won't call him a serial killer because he just got cleared of the double murder. So yeah, yeah, I, I, mean, I just feel like on um, the wrong choices that he made. You know, I think he should have realized what situation he was in and what was more important, his family or trying to uh, keep up with the game bank of friends from the past. And I feel like um, I know I made some dumbass mistakes when I was uh, his age and I got lucky. I mean, we I all did. Been, I never been caught for anything that I may have done in the past that I never speak on. But I, I just really sit here and look at it like, you know, this could be a lesson learned for a lot of people. They could take what he's done and look at it as, okay, didn't do if you're in a position to be successful uh, in life. And unfortunately, his daughter and, you know, the, the, his wife or girlfriend, I'm not sure what she is to him. Uh, I feel like in his mother, and they got to suffer the most of all his actions. Um, that's that's the stuff that I, I would hate to be in the issue, you know, period. You know, they have to be reminded of it every day and they have to sit there and live it and why he checked out whether he killed himself or whether it's a conspiracy if he was murdered or not you know well let me ask this question because i mean i know that we're jumping back and forth on aaron hernandez and i understand that situation but what i want to do is i want to move forward and i want you guys to really just sit and think about other situations because i really want to know is the loss of his father at that age big enough to trigger that type. And I'm not even just talking about murder. And I'm talking about being in a gang, being on drugs, dealing d- drugs, uh, not being able to make it out of uh, the hood or just anything. Can, can any of you guys speak of any experience? I mean, he made it out of the hood. He made it to the University of Florida. I mean, like I said, forget right? about Aaron Hernandez. I'm talking yeah. about non-fatherless oh, homes in general. I, yes. I say yes and no. It depends on what kind of dad he had. If his dad was an upstanding that's a, person, that's, that's a, a, good, exactly. a good guy. That's what I was going to um, say. If his dad was a very structured individual who didn't play that stuff, i say then he, he shouldn't have been um, in those games. But if his dad was abusive or a drunk and his dad was just a person who died early and was a POS, then, yeah, you know, the stuff that he did is not surprising, you know. I mean, yeah. do y'all know anybody else? I mean, I know uh, South Breeze. We know someone mutually that, um, had a situation where their father may or not may well probably wasn't in their life, and I know I posed the question to that person. They had no sympathy for this situation, but I mean, just knowing that person's situation, do you think that maybe if they had a father figure in their life or their brother, do you think that they would be in their situation? Again, everybody makes individual choices. Like I've seen people that haven't that didn't have father figures but they use that as a motivational tool to make themselves better father figures so they they take that 
not having that influence or having that person there and use that as motivation to be that much better as a parent themselves. So I can't, everybody's situation is different, but I can't, you can't let something like that. It's a, it's a big hurdle, but I mean, it's a hurdle in life that you can, you know, get over in my opinion and still be a successful, productive member of society. Yeah, I think it's something that a, a lot of people have had to deal with and a lot of people have had that kind of loss and tragic loss and have been able to excel in life professionally and personally and mentally and all that stuff. What but, about if it wasn't a tragic loss though? What about if it was just your father just well, that, that, yeah, I mean, that, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's one of the things where people are always like, well, where was his dad at? They don't have a father figure. You need a, a man to raise a man or, you know, she has daddy issues or something like that. There's also a point where like Ron was saying, like having a dad and a father figure is nice and it would be it'd be great to have that. But if your dad ain't shit, then it's better you're better off without him sometimes. Sometimes it's better to not have that dad in the house because he's not leading you down the right path. He's not being a great example for you. I definitely agree. I definitely agree. Um, me speaking from personal experience, didn't grow up in a two parent home. I mean, my dad, he did reach out to me as much as possible, would get me on the vacations and the holidays and stuff. And I do think still having that presence and knowing that, you know, he was still able to to put some structure in my life. I mean, maybe not like the same as the other parties on this podcast that possibly grew up in a two parent home. But I think, you know, my people's situation, they did the best that they can. And I even some women, they'll endure so much from a man in order to keep those two parent homes together for the success of their children. So I just want to give a shout out to all y'all. I mean, a lot of people be working um, with their kids, with their uh, co-parenting and, and things like that. I do think that it is important because you do you do need that father figure in your life. And like I said, I know there's been plenty of times I've been in situations where a wrong choice, man, you know, I could be up that river too somewhere. And so I'm just glad that I did have a father and a mother that cared and it would make me think twice about doing certain things. Now, the things that you just said, it just made me think about uh, one of my more recent favorite Kanye West songs, No More Parties in L.A., where he said, even though a lot of people, you know, like the clown and quote unquote new Kanye these days and really kind of discredit things he said. I know he had the incident show with Trump. You know, he's, he's in left field, but he still says things that had meaning. So, like, for example, he said you know, quote, you know, not knowing that disconnect from the father of the next generation is going to, will be the real victim. So he's essentially saying, you know, some of the ladies out here that, you know, even though you might be beef with the baby's father, you know, still have him be a part of his life, you know, because you're, 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 you're only hurting a kid like you, unless they're a piece of shit. But. Yeah, unless he's a piece of shit, then leave him out of the picture. But yeah. even if he's a piece of shit, I'd rather have something rather than nothing at all. Trust me, I, I can you some experience. I got a cousin that his daddy was a piece of shit and he still is to this day. When it and come, I, when it I come, felt like he corrupted my cousin a lot. When, when it comes to your kid, children's upbringing and who you bring around them, you shouldn't have to settle for it. Well, this is all I got. Don't do that. Just, if There's you, always if you, somebody. Yeah, if you can't find, if he's the best you got, then Keep him away until you find some boys and girls find club, an uncle, YMCA, yeah, find football, else. or a coach, a sporting coach, somebody in the church, well, maybe. Hit, hit, his daddy ain't shit. Nah, I don't believe church stuff so. in here. 
I'm just saying, as long as it's no, not the church I, in North Carolina, I, I've always so. felt that churches don't do enough for some people. Like, yeah, unless yeah. you want, if you want that booty hole tampered with, don't take. Oh wow! Church, oh my God! <laughs> oh Lord! <laughs> I mean, the views of Rod Howard do not reflect my employers and the people that pay my bills. I mean, I mean, but it, it is factually accurate. Certain denominations of the churches, uh, they like to go a little off the rails with uh, laying hands on the flock. So. Yeah, I think there's way bigger societal yeah. issues. Like, there's a lot of stuff going on when it comes to, like, yeah, maybe the churches are doing enough, but, you know, city council might not be doing enough. The, whoever's in charge of, like, like schools and hospitals and providing jobs to that area, they're probably not doing enough either. So I'm not going to just put it all on the church. But yeah. I will say, like, if you have a kid and their and your child's father or their mother isn't, being the example that you need to them be that you need them to be just because they're the parent doesn't mean that they should be around them like you need to earn the right to be a parent don't just be around don't let people around your kids just because they're they're the dad like that's 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 how kids end up getting messed up when they're around their dad just because it's their dad and their dad's fucked up definitely i actually seen that firsthand and i can tell you that's that's a real statement i've, I've seen a family member grow up and I think his mentality is really wrong because, you know, from almost like a small child, his dad has been in and out, taught him to be as tough and roughing him up, used to punch him hard in the chest as a kid, don't cry, you can't be no punk, you know, and all those type of little miscellaneous things. So, you know, just having a, a dad that ain't, that ain't worth shit in someone's life, that ain't always a good thing. And in about the churches, I feel like uh, pastors are not community leaders most of the time. And so I don't feel like they can help anybody's kids all the time. They're not helping. Like I said, you need a father in your home. Um, I can't wait to be a father. Shout out to all the good fathers. Yeah, speaking you, of what, you, you need a good father in the home. You don't just need a father. You need a good one. Stop settling. Yeah, yeah. and not and not the father at the Catholic church either. No, wow, really? Speaking of churches, I know we have to have to tell the story at a, at a later time. But I I had an incident with. One of my barbers, you know, support black barbers that wanted to be a pastor. So that was pretty interesting uh, story. It, the end result was I stopped going to this barber shop, but you know, we'll talk about that talk about that at a later date. But, but yeah, that's, yeah that's, I can't wait to hear this story. I mean, you've heard the story, but it's it's ridiculous, and it's one of the things that 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 make people question, you know, churches at some point or how legit they are. Like, Did they have a collection plate by the Clippers? <laughs> nah, like, again, we'll go, we'll go over this at a later, a later time, but again, uh, y'all got anything else to talk about? Y'all good? I know we got to wrap this up pretty quick because I got to get something to eat, but, you know. Yeah, and, and for all the listeners, my all my uh, letters of my name is, is six. It's Ronald Edward Howard, so 666. Oogity boogity. 6666. Illuminati. But uh, yeah, this is me podcast. Appreciate everybody for the support. Uh, that's all I got. Oh, they fired Bill O'Reilly, so you know. You man, it's lit. It's lit. Well, it's it's not really lit because I mean, essentially, they're just gonna replace him with the younger versions spewing the same rhetoric. That some Get Tommy Lauren on the phone. No, nah, she's she's not she's not ready for that job. But I mean, some people like that. Uh, God bless. It's it's a shame that it takes not the sexual harassment 
but it takes the pressure from people finding out about it for him to get fired. Speaking now, of pressure, shot to 52 Savage. 52. How many Savages are there? Well, I'm a Dolphin Savage, so I'm included in the Savage reign, but Jesus. yeah. Yeah. And so, your, your old barber is Pastor Savage. Man, I no comment. Yeah, it's committee podcast. We out. Thank you for listening to Committee Podcast. Big up to one and only Jamaica.